0: There are four signs of the end times that are happening right now in Israel and around the world Doug and I are going to discuss four specific prophetic signs that you are seeing develop globally and may not even know it Don't miss one moment today on the end time show Welcome to the end time show. Vince Steagall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877 end time, 877 363 8463. Don't go anywhere. We're talking about four signs that you and I are living in the end time. So don't go anywhere before we get into today's show. You all know by now that Doug and I are being fueled by First Cup Coffee, their Christian owned patriot coffee company out of the great state of Texas. They've got 11 different roasts, each one named after a specific piece of American history. You can get one of those roasts, either ground, whole bean, or even pods for all you curing people out there. So ditch the grocery store coffee that's been sitting on the shelves for up to two years and go to firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off. If you subscribe, i actually give you another 10% off. So do that today, firstcup.com, use code ENDTIME to get 10% off right now. All right, Doug, four ENDTIME signs. I think we could come up with, you know, like 80 of them,
1: but today we're highlighting four, right? Yeah, because we're limited on time, and so we have to be careful with how many topics we cover. So, yeah, we only have four today. Really, I guess it may be four and a half when we get to that last one. Four and a half? Yeah. And you won't believe what the half is. I can promise <laughs> you, you that, whatever that means. Yeah, exactly. Four and
0: a half. Yeah. Um, Leo Homan, Doug, we, we spoke with him yesterday. He was on with the first part of the show, had a great uh, conversation with him about. Islam and how they're restless not only at home, but also abroad. Right. talked a little bit about digital marketing Everybody out there needs to go watch that interview at uh, watch Leo Holman was an incredible conversation that we had and We hope to have him on again soon. I can I'm not going to tell everybody the details but we did right. get to have a, have a brief discussion with him via email after the show and uh, everybody's happy, so yeah. our audience loved him, we had a good conversation with him, connected really well, so be looking for more uh, Leo Holman on the End Time Show in the future, and who knows, maybe more, we'll see what happens. But yeah. um, Doug, we highlighted World War III a little bit, but I know there's a number of signs that we
1: wanna talk about today yeah. that kind of play off of our conversation yesterday. Well, you know, everybody, when we talk about World War III, that's, that's the two things, Two things. That's one of the two things that we talk about all the time of you know a prophecy that could happen at any moment. We talk about this six trumpet war, which we also call World War III. and then we talk about the uh, peace treaty that's coming. And so those are two of the main ones that we'll discuss today. Of course, they're in the news very much every single day right now. So it's very important. But the thing about this six trumpet war or World War Three is it's, it's pretty specific about where it starts. And so if there's anybody new to the program, you've never listened before, um, Revelation 9 gives us an outline of, of that war and how it starts. Uh, and so there's a lot of great information in that in that scripture there that talks about this sixth trumpet. And one of the things it tells us is the location of the war. It tells us about the army and how many will be involved in the army that is involved in this war and it tells us how many people will die in the war and how they die from the smoke the fire and brimstone so it's very specific on the things that it talks about so you heard dave say uh, last week when he was doing uh, one of the programs he was talking about uh, how a lot of people believe this is the ezekiel 38 39 war that we're watching begin in israel we talked about that one day too and kind of broke it down and explained why it can't be but it could turn in or develop into that Six Trumpet War. So that's why these things are, are very big right now. And with uh, the developments that are happening with the United States, and uh, like our guest yesterday, uh, Leo Homan was talking about, it's not just here in the United States where we see Islam in an uprise. It's all over the world right now. And Europe is dealing with it in a very violent way. Uh, article yesterday, Vince, that came out said that the police arrested 80 people ahead of a Palestinian protest that would have been pro-Israeli or would have been pro-Great Britain, I guess. It happened in England. And they arrested 80 right-wing, right-leaning people uh, that were, they thought they would have a conflict with these Palestinian protesters
2: Hmm.
1: before the thing even started. So you talk about thought police and things like that. they don't want
0: Islamophobic Yeah. Things occurring.
1: So. Yeah, and so they, they arrested people ahead of it that could possibly cause problems at the protest. What if they would have re- arrested the pro-Hamas group? Oh, there would have been, I'm sure, a huge repercussion from that because we've seen the mass crowds that are gathering for this. I guess we shouldn't call it pro-Hamas because it's really pro-Palestinian, I okay. guess. And if you... Get, we look at those as sure? two, well I'm, I'm, <laughs> t- I'm just saying we, we should look at those as two different entities because yeah. Hamas is really a terrorist organization even though they've infiltrated into the Palestinian way of life in the Palestinian thinking. Uh, the Palestinians per se are not terrorists and, and so when people are doing this protest hopefully they're protesting for the Palestinian people who are not guilty of these terrorist crimes but Anyway, it's like you say. We don't really know who we're dealing with at these deals, but so, so well, these, and we see
0: how much trouble they're having right now deciphering yeah. between Hamas and someone that's
1: not in Hamas. Yeah, exactly. That's what you know. One of the the rules of war. It, they're breaking the rules of war because they don't. They're not soldiers. They're not dressed in military fatigue. They're not separating themselves from. Innocent lives, they actually infiltrate in there and operate from hospitals and schools, and that's what we're finding out more and more. But we saw when they attacked Israel uh, that they were dressed in jogging pants and t shirts, you mm. know, and, and coming in on hang gliders, and they were not dressed like military uh, fatigue, so they were just dressed like normal people. If the IDF would have rushed in, some of them could have just thrown their guns down and pretend to be part of the crowd, you know, Mm -hmm. at the music festival or whatever. So, yeah, it's a very different kind of war that we're fighting right now. And so that's one of the reasons why we could see this could turn into a global event. Now, Doug, we've said for years, and we have fun with it sometimes
0: at this point, you know, Irvin used to say, well, we have at least seven to ten years. Right. And we have fun with that because... (laughs) you know, we've watched these things develop how they have, yeah. and it has looked like that for a long time. It's like things could just, like switches can be flipped, and yeah. we are seven to 10 years away. Right. There's also, you know, another camp on Bible prophecy, which you're very familiar with, the, the rapture could happen at any moment, right? and that we would be out of here, and we're not going to experience any of this. Yeah. So we're hearing that a lot right now, that maybe this is a precursor to Armageddon, what's happening in Israel, Maybe this is Armageddon, and maybe the rapture is going to happen at any moment. Yeah. So people are coming to us all the time, every day now, going, "Is this the end time?" And what they mean by that typically is, "Is Jesus coming back right now, or right. sometime soon, or do we have maybe seven to ten years?" So, what is it, Doug? Could He come back tonight,
1: or are we still seven to ten years away? Well. Um, Of course, based on what we believe that scripture tells us, we we believe in a post-tribulation rapture and we see certain events that have to take place before Jesus comes back. Second Thessalonians chapter two, uh, one through four is a perfect example of that. It tells us that before the coming of the Lord and our being gathered together to him, the Antichrist will be revealed. So we don't know who the Antichrist is yet. It's going to be very specific when he's revealed based on those same scriptures and based on other scriptures that will stand in a rebuilt temple and he'll proclaim to be God. So that's what scripture tells us. And so those are things that uh, we do not see happening yet. There's no peace treaty in Israel. There's no temple built on the Temple Mount and there's no place for the Antichrist to be revealed. Even though we do believe he's on the earth right now and he is in power somewhere, he is not been revealed to us yet. Now, a lot of people think they might know who he is, and of course one day we'll know for sure when that revealing happens. But there are certain events that need to happen before these things um, take place, and we're not there yet. So So we're at least seven years out from right now. So So today, when we
0: talk about four end-time signs that are happening right now, Mm -hmm. we don't want to give the false impression that we're saying the rapture could happen tonight but yeah. we are saying that we can read the Bible and see what's happening around the world and say we are in the season mm-hmm. and things are developing, right. and here's the prophecies, which is what we're gonna highlight, right. here's what's happening in the world, and we're not quite there yet, yeah. but there are some signs that we're living in the end time, and the first one is World
1: War III. Yes. So are we proclaiming World War III has begun? No. We are not proclaiming that. Okay, it's It's just just one of the signs. It's one of the signs and it it looks like, uh, you know, things are uh, setting up to where we could go into that war at any moment. That's one of the things that could change on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, our group was over there on their second day of touring and then boom, this happened, and all of a sudden Israel's at war. And it's escalated since then. What are we into now, like 39 days since it started, 38 days, something like that. And we are still very much in a war and Israel uh, is still fighting. I mean, I've, I've got an alert on my phone where, I know when the missiles are going off and uh, so I get those alerts and they just keep coming every single day. So there's gonna be fighting there for a very long time and now it looks as though America's getting pulled into it more and more with some of the things that we uh, have from one of the articles that we have today to talk about. And, and it says in that article uh, that America has actually you know, gone in, we know this, they've gone in and they've bombed these uh, Iranian Revolutionary Guard facilities because we've been hit so much, and it says that those attacks happened since October 26. We've been getting attacked. Mm. Well, the other day we talked about, uh, you know, the jets going in there and blowing some things up, and it was more, uh, you know, it wasn't really something that was devastating for, for Iran. It was more like a warning to them. But this article actually says that these attacks have caused at least 56 US personnel uh, to have a combination of traumatic brain injury all the way down to minor injuries. Hmm. So there's been some extensive injuries going on. 56 soldiers, that's a lot of people. And yesterday, President Biden said that protecting our people and protecting our interest in the Middle East is number one priority right now. So he's letting Iran know, look, We're not gonna put up, you know, with you doing these little missile attacks with your drones and everything and doing this without retaliation. Iran has said that if we retaliate against Hezbollah, that Iran will get involved. So we're watching things that could change on a a moment to moment basis.
0: Yesterday we talked about the potential of an attack on American soil and what that could do. And if there was an EMP attack, how that would shut down our grids and uh, supply chain would, um, be worse than what we've ever seen, and and you know Leo said that's certainly possible. It's yeah. not he wouldn't be surprised by these things, and, yeah. and and he's not a Bible prophecy guy. He is a um, a, a senior uh, journalist who's been yeah. studying history and current events and writing about these things. So he's saying. It's very—it's within the realm of possibility that there could be an attack on American soil yeah. that would impact things like supply chain. And there's a number of ways that people can prepare. Of course, we tell everybody, you need to be ready spiritually. Like that's right. above everything else. Be ready spiritually. Go to endtime.com/reborn. Make sure that you are ready. To meet the Lord, to be born again, to be transformed, like the disciples talked about it. Endtime.com slash reborn. Make sure you are ready in that way. Another way that you can prepare physically is with our friends at Backyard Butchers. Um, you know, a lot of the grocery store meat aisle, it was imported from some other random country or some countries overseas and merged into one package. Um, It's mystery meat, as some would say. They mix it with other meats of different origins. You never know where that meat came from. And that product of the USA sticker, it just means it was packaged here in America, not necessarily raised here. So our friends at BackyardButcher.com are delivering American-raised and harvested meat from right here in our country, um, right here in, our, in American backyards to dinner tables across our nation. Go to BackyardButchers.com and save an extra 20% off your entire order by using the code ENTIME, or you can go to BackyardButchers.com slash ENTIME directly. With over a half a million happy customers across America and an American-based customer service team of stay-at-home moms, like my wife, Doug, <laughs> uh, she doesn't work there, but she's a stay-at-home mom, they'll make sure that your orders are delivered right on time every single month. So go to backyardbutcher.com slash time and buy American meat today, get 20% off your entire order, and just have some food that you can uh, freeze and be ready for, yeah. uh, who knows what, Doug, even maybe just a weekend barbecue. That's true. You know, there's a picture I didn't show. We flash that up real quick. Do we have that? Uh, If we if we have it, you grilling this backyard butcher. We're not going to get it in time. That's okay. okay. Um, So there it is. Yeah, pull it up. Look at that steak, Doug.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's a piece of steak from there. That's a T-bone. So you see the size of the T-bone. That's a baked (laughs) potato beside it, and that's a very big plate and a very big potato. So that's a nice size piece of meat. And you're a master griller, it it would seem. Well, I don't know about that, but it tasted really good. So, you know, I I know that we've had some questions. People have asked questions about that. And so I'm just telling you, based on my experience, I love it. So, and I'm a meat eater. So you can tell by looking at me, I like to eat meat and potatoes. Backyardbutcher.com slash end time. Yeah. All right, World War Three, Doug, mm -hmm. Six Trumpet
0: Wars is Kind of the prof, it is the prophetic term i it. Right. We've called it World War Three because, yeah. for what the Bible describes, we think it's going to be, uh, it would have to be a world war. Mm-hmm. That's the first sign. Is there anything else to cover inside of there before we move on?
1: Well, just one more thing before we leave that topic. You look at that was one of the things that uh, Leo pointed out in his article is that, you know, there we need a third world war in order to push the Great Reset. We've heard that a lot since COVID, uh, the Great Reset. So right now you've got the Russia-Ukraine war that's not going anywhere either. Uh, and we have other conflicts going on in other places, but we also have China that wants to take back Taiwan. So there's there's a lot of pivotal things that could happen right now. That's why we watch it every day. We're in the news every day, because we want to keep you informed. We're not here to f- make you be afraid. We're not here to um, do anything but other than to educate you on where we are and what the Bible says. And so uh, we're just watching that and we'll see how that develops. So that's, that's number one. So uh, the second one, like I was talking about, mm-hmm. that runs kind of neck and neck with that uh, prophetic word there vince the next thing is the middle east peace agreement so we see those things going neck and neck like i said before we believed always that that war would happen before but the bible's not specific on that so we've kind of waited to see how things turned out the peace treaty looked like it was going to happen when president trump was in office he introduced the abraham accords in that abraham accord many of the things that we see prophesied in the bible were included, including the sharing of the Temple Mount with all faiths. And so uh, that's a big one, because we know that that is in scripture. But that Middle East peace agreement is something that's still being talked about. We covered a story last week, Biden and Macron both said that Uh, We can't go back to status quo quo with Israel. (laughs) Did you say Biden said this? Yes, it sounded just like him, didn't it? (laughs) Status quo. I'm sorry, that's not right. I shouldn't have said that. Hey, comment. Comment status quo. Don't do it. Put that
0: in the comments. Show Doug you're listening. Status quo.
1: But we can't go back to status quo because Israel before... Uh, the Palestinian people felt like they were being oppressed and things like that, we've got to get to a situation there where there's a two-state solution. We keep hearing that. We heard it from Macron, we've heard it from President Biden, we've heard it from the Vatican, Uh, we hear it from the UN, we hear it from the EU. So it's coming from every direction now. And so that peace agreement, that's in Daniel 927. For anybody that uh, might be joining us that's never been there before, uh, Vince, you want to read Daniel 9:27 and give them that scripture so they can hear it and he shall confirm the covenant with many
0: for one week and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate even until the consummation and that determined shall be poured
1: upon the desolate now the he here that means the Pope right no, that's what a lot of people think that might be. Even some Couldn't people, resist him. <laughs> even some people, Vince, they believe that that could be Jesus. That Jesus fulfilled the stopping of the sacrifice. But something we always need to remember is the sacrifices didn't stop after Jesus was crucified. The temple stood until 70 A.D. and they actually functioned in there and still had. Um, sacrifices, so that was still going on. That didn't stop anything for the Jewish people, and this is another reason why the Jewish people believe they need a third temple, so they can resume those, because they do not recognize Jesus as the Messiah. But that scripture right there, when it says the he, it is referring to the Antichrist there, and we know that because there are other scriptures that back that up for one thing. Um, so in Daniel eleven thirty one 31, and 36, In those scriptures, it tells you the exact same thing. In 31, it says he'll stop the animal sacrifices and set up the abomination of desolation. In 36, it gives us the same information as it does when Paul's writing in 2 Thessalonians chapter two, that he will exalt himself above God and he'll expect people to worship him as God. That is the abomination of desolation. When he stands in that temple proclaiming that he is God, That's the revealing of the Antichrist, and that's the abomination of desolation. He'll stand on that Temple Mount in the temple, declare that there's no need for sacrifices anymore, that he is God. So uh, he'll say he's God to all the faiths. And at that point, we'll see that we're gonna have a Jewish faith there, a Christian faith, and the Muslim faith, okay? The three biggest faiths there will be on that Temple Mount, and we've watched this happen in other places. Dubai, for an instance, where we've seen the Abrahamic house, where they have the mosque, they have the synagogue, and they have the church all there, and people can go there and freely worship the way they want to, and they call it the Abrahamic house. Well, now we're going to have this same thing on the Temple Mount eventually. And scripture explains to us that that's what that's talking about. For one seven, that means one or one week, that means seven year period, and in the middle of that seven years is when he stands up and he causes the sacrifice to stop and sets up the uh, abomination of desolation.
0: So, Doug, it seems like our government is more pro
1: one world religion than ever before. Yeah, absolutely. How frustrating is that for you and and why? Well, I I mean, it is very frustrating because America is built on Christian, uh, really Judeo-Christian beliefs, and that's how, I mean, it's been forever. I mean, I, I remember being a young boy growing up in, Education system in elementary school, we had devotions every day. We read a scripture. We had prayer in our schools, and they were teaching that to us in our schools to help us understand the foundations that we were built on as a nation. Did you pledge allegiance to the Bible? I pledged allegiance to the flag. I pledged allegiance to. uh, Did we do the? We didn't do the Bible, but we did do the flag. uh, You know, in a public school and the Bible. Yeah, but we did have prayer, and we did. Uh, you know, read a, a scripture from the Bible every day. And I mean, if you were picked to do that, that was a big deal, because mm-hmm. you got to go in the principal's office and speak over to the loudspeaker and, and do that. Of course, it was nerve wracking for me, but I only did it once. But anyway, I mean, that, the thing is, is that we've gone so far away from that. And now, especially with the open borders, we're allowing people in here that like, again, I hate to keep bringing this up, but we talked about it yesterday, because we know these things are happening. And to see an article that was talking about that so much, Leo said, we're bringing people into this country that hate this country Mm -hmm. we've misplaced them in the world because we've bombed their home and tried to set up a democracy in their country and these people have fled from their countries and then they let them come into this country and they hate the united states of america they don't believe in christianity they don't believe for anything that america stands for and they want to destroy america so that's what we're seeing right now so yes, it frustrates me.
0: Well, our government shifted on a lot of things, Doug, and I can't imagine how much, you know, it's changed your perspective over the years. But even me, just 10 years ago, seeing how things have shifted, and here we are up against another government shutdown later this month, potentially. And of course, our wise leaders, they deal with it how they always do, more spending. So lawmakers are high-fiving and hugging, and your saving accounts they continue to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. So you can help in that cycle if you consider diversifying into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. When you open a gold IRA with Birch Gold, they'll send you a free gold bar for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd. So visit birchgold.com slash end time to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or a 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of your pocket and you still get the free gold bars. So don't let your savings become a victim of this further devaluation of the dollar. Visit birchgold.com slash end time, receive a free info kit on gold and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive those free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Doug, you got to work with me here because I can't get this status crow out of my mind. I got a (laughs) t-shirt idea, big bold letters, status crow. You're standing there with a crow perched on your forearm. And the, the crow has a Biden infused face. Oh my goodness.
1: No. No, that'd be a great shirt. You know, Status, Who would wear it? status Who would wear Crow that? with maybe a, a a black t-shirt with Status quo in white with a crow on there. I'll maybe go you're for on that. a Harley. Maybe, and there's maybe a crow. the crow's on the temple mount. <laughs>
0: <laughs> would you wear don't, that shirt? Don't wear one the with Doug on it at all, please. Hey, we do have open lines. Eight seven seven N times the number to join us. 877-363-8463. If you'd like to be on today's show, give us a call. We're taking your questions and comments. All right, Doug. So first, we've got World War Three is the first uh, sign the first end time sign that Mm -hmm. uh, are happening right now and of course we're not proclaiming world war three is happening right now but that's a sign that we're looking to right now the second one is the peace treaty also we can't proclaim that that has occurred yet some people are proclaiming that Mm -hmm. we don't think they're correct Mm -hmm. but like many things we say around here time will tell right um and so are We've got a little bit of time here. Are we ready to get into number three or where do you want to go from here? I I want to
1: talk about this article you sent me today because this is a good article. I want- Which one? The the one that the, it says uh, that the world, uh, the whole world must force Israel. Yes, maybe you didn't send it to me today, but you sent it to me. And this is from a Palestinian perspective. Mm -hmm. This guy that is being interviewed here, he works for the European Union. He was born in, Uh, Samaria. He moved to uh, or I guess Judea was where he was born, but he moved to the EU. He became a diplomatic missionary for the European state and he lives back there now uh, in Israel in Ramallah with his wife and his children since the year 2017. So they're asking his perspective on this. So we get a little bit of a different perspective on this and one of the things that he says, I didn't put the whole um, article in there that he said but he's this is one of the quotes that he made he said they they asked him what political measures should switzerland and the european community take in this current situation he said stop the double standards of political uh hypocrisy the whole world okay so this is the key the whole world must force israel and Palestine and the palestinians to make peace that's the only solution And unfortunately, nobody on either side wants to start this peace negotiation right now. Well, the reason why that's such a big deal, Vince, is because we have talked about that. We've expressed that we believe that um, this is one of those situations where uh, peace will be forced on them. So what... Biden said last week, what Macron said last week, what the UN is saying, the EU is saying, they're all saying there has to be a peace agreement. That's another reason that makes this feel like a different war. Because we know out of that third world war that a peace treaty will come in and the Antichrist (laughs) will be ushered in. And so to hear all this talk in these articles about forcing this peace, it goes right along with what we believe Bible prophecy says.
0: All right, two signs down. We'll get to the other two on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back as a viewer of the end time show you're getting early access to christmas deals starting right now do you remember that feeling you had as a kid during the holidays what experiences and gifts would you receive this year well, the atmosphere at end time is nearly the same we're excited because these deals are now available through the end of 2023 why are we so thrilled because we know these resources transform lives and that's even more fun than christmas especially in these tough times for the remainder of 2023 you can get deals like a special vip group video call with dave robbins when you get understanding the end time. Endtime Plus subscription for fifty percent off, or my personal favorite, a ten dollar and under sale for almost a hundred different products featuring Irvin Baxter, Dave Robbins, and more. Go to endtime.com/deals for a full catalog of items. You can also call eight hundred time. Hurry, supplies are limited. Go to endtime.com/deals
2: today. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End Time Show's TV and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning End Time prophecy. Call one 800 end or go to endtime.com slash events to see when Dave will be in a location near you.
0: Welcome back to The End Time Show. Vince got here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be getting to the phones uh, shortly. We're going to cover two more steps today. We're talking about four end time signs happening right now. We want to highlight those for you. The first two we've already discussed. World War III is something we are looking at. We can't proclaim that it's happening right now, but it's a sign we're looking at right now. Same with the peace treaty. We're looking for it and it has not been signed uh, to our knowledge, and we think we're right, Doug, but if we're wrong, I think we won't have a problem saying we're wrong. No, not at all. It seems very obvious that we're correct, though, Yeah. but somebody send us something, I guess. Comment, what do you think? Are we, are we right or wrong? And if you have the proof, send it. We'd love to look at it, because we want to tell the world when that peace treaty is signed, that's for sure. Yeah. And so we're gonna get to sign number three, sign number four, and then to your calls at 877-END-TIME. So Doug, number three is none other than the red heifers. That's one of the most exciting things going on, believe it or not. Yeah. And uh, we are, there are four red heifers, <clears throat> excuse me, four red heifers that are eligible mm-hmm. today. Yeah. There were five, one developed some spots, as I understand it, yeah. they've gotta be totally red. There's some white spots that developed, so that disqualified it. However, it is November, Doug. Yeah. And we told people a year ago, that just over a year from now, if it if those red heifers are still pure and meet all the qualifications, one of those qualifications is being of a certain age, right. they will be there in like a month and a half or so, two mm-hmm. months maybe. Yeah. So we're very close. White spots could develop, that's for sure. But we're very close with this red
1: heifers. What are you what are you thinking on that? So Yeah, even though that really isn't that big of a deal for us as Christians, it's a huge deal for the Jewish community because they believe, based on scripture, that from the Old Testament, in order to build the temple, they have to have these ashes of the red heifer. So you sent me another great article today, uh, and and it is given from another perspective of somebody who's looking at this from the perspective of Islam. Uh, It's called the Unblemished Red Heifer, Key to Understanding this Conflict in the Middle East is the name of the article, and they're saying that their theory on this, Vince, is they believe that once Israel got those red heifers, that that's what caused this conflict to happen. That's what caused Hamas to go in and start this war because they're afraid in order for Israel to build their temple on the Temple Mount, they're afraid that they will destroy the dome of the rock and the alaska mosque and that's what this is explaining in this article the article's really good uh i tell everybody if if you want to learn more about this you should go and, and check that article out because it's a great article it's a big article and i, I didn't put enough in there uh, because of time constraints on the program we just can't talk about everything but this is one of the things that they see being a problem uh, and what they believe started the conflict. So, like I said, a lot of great information in there. That's not what we believe is going to happen based on scripture. We don't believe that Alaskamas or the Dome of the Rock has to come down at all. And we believe this because of Revelation uh, 11, 1 and 2, Vince, another prophecy that we've studied for a long, long time. Uh, to, to get to this understanding, it doesn't say anything about needing to remove anything up there that is Islamic, okay? And it, what it says is that there's going to be a sharing arrangement. in Revelation 11, 1 and 2 is how we come to that conclusion on this. So it says, And there was given me a reed like unto a rod, and the angel stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, so we know there's going to be a temple, and the altar, and them that worship therein so there's not only going to be a temple there's going to be an altar and they're going to be worshiping that's how we know animal sacrifices will be resumed remember this is revelation 11 1 and 2 so this is john seeing the future these are things that must happen and so uh, verse 2 says but the court which is without the temple leave out and measure it not for it is given unto the gentiles and uh, the holy city shall be tread underfoot for forty and two months so it lets us know that for three and a half years there's going to be a sharing arrangement there until those sacrifices are stopped and that Antichrist is revealed and he tells Israel they have to stop all that so that's where we get that understanding that there'll be a sharing arrangement so there's no need for them to be in fear that Israel's going to tear down uh... the dome of the rock or the alaska Mosque. they really had an opportunity to do that back in nineteen sixty seven vince when the sixty seven war took place there was even a rabbi there that had dynamite and wanted to blow up the dome of the rock and they did not do it because they feared what that would mean for the jewish community that that would send all the arabs down on them and not only the arabs but the world community for doing that Mm -hmm. so they're not going to look at destroying any holy thing that's holy to the Muslims, like we said before, there's going to be a sharing arrangement, and that's included in the Peace for Prosperity Agreement that is part of the Abraham Accord. So when these Muslim nations are signing on to that, they're signing on with the understanding that there's one day going to be a sharing arrangement on that Temple Mount. Mm -hmm. These are radical terrorists that have done this. So anyway, great article, good find, Vince, you did a great job. I appreciate it. Well, that was shared with me by
0: one of our faithful listeners, but... um we will have that article posted on endtime.com a lot of people don't realize um, we post prophecy news articles at endtime.com yeah. um, every single day and so if you go to endtime.com scroll down there right on the home page it's about midway down there's going to be news articles posted that have something to do with bible prophecy as you know we're explaining current events through a lens of bible prophecy so when there's a current event that's happening that has connection to what the bible says is coming we post that on our website for you all to have and then you can click the link there. It might go to Fox News. It might go to CNN. It might go to Newsmax. We we don't care where it's from. If it has some Bible prophecy connection, we share it there so you can see what's happening in the news. So go to endtime.com. This article will be posted there if it hasn't been already. Uh, but there are th- tens of thousands of other. We've been posting articles on our website for, I, th- I think it was one of the first things we started doing on the website, Doug, 20 yeah. plus years. So uh, definitely check out endtime.com. It's kind of like a. Um, Oh, Drudge Report, they would have links to a bunch of different uh, websites. It's, it's not quite the look of that, but it, it's similar <laughs> right. function. So yeah. be sure to go to intime.com to check out those prophecy news stories that are posted.
1: Okay, so our fourth and a, and a half. Remember fourth? there's the, the fourth and a half. Yes. All right. This is actually a video that I want to show and it's, it's a little over four minutes. We've got enough time right now if you want to go to let's that. Let's do it. All right, let's look at this. Number four. And And listen closely to what they say.
3: We welcome Alex Newman back to the program, CEO of Liberty Sentinel Media. Alex, thanks so much for being back with us. I know we've touched on this many times before, but it's incredible to see it rapidly developing here. Can you remind us all, Alex, why this whole push is so dangerous uh, for our freedom and individual liberty?
4: Well, thank you, Allison. It's great to be here. And, and I think one of the key things people need to understand is this actually means the end of all privacy. Once everything is digital, everything then is surveilled, everything is monitored. Once you combine that with AI technology and allow all this data to be mined, analyzed, tracked, shared, uh, what you're dealing with here is a digital panopticon. A panopticon was this kind of idea for a prison where every single prisoner could be visible at every moment of the day, no matter what they were doing right from the middle of the structure. That's what we're dealing with here, except on a global level. And then you mentioned the World Economic Forum. When you combine this with the ravings of people like Klaus Schwab, who thinks of himself, at least, as a pioneer in what he calls the fourth industrial revolution. Uh, he did a whole book on this. I encourage people to read it because he, he explains that eventually all these digital technologies are going to be embedded under our skin. Some of them will even be uh, embedded into our brains. And he says this clearly in his book. He says it clearly in public interviews. He says eventually we're going to see a fusion of our digital and our biological identities. So that's where all this is headed toward. It means the end of privacy, the end of freedom, and a totalitarian global system that will be essentially inescapable. Uh, that's, that's really the end goal here, Allison.
3: Yeah, it is and it should alarm everyone as we often discuss, uh, but it seems like not enough people are really aware that this is our inevitable future if we don't stop it. Alex, is it surprising to you that the same cast of characters like the UN, like the World Economic Forum, the Rockefeller Foundation and Bill Gates even are involved with this new 50 and in 5 initiative?
4: That doesn't surprise me at all, Allison. Actually, I've been writing articles on this for over a decade. The ID2020, co-sponsored by Microsoft and the Rockefeller Foundation, launched – A decade ago, to promote this concept of digital IDs. In 2012, over a decade ago, was born the Better Than Cash Alliance. This was a project of multiple UN agencies, Bill and Melinda Gates, the Rockefellers, the credit card companies. So, over a decade ago, they were talking about the alleged desirability of moving away from cash and toward digital payments. And when you combine that with Agenda 2030, which the UN at the time was openly calling the master plan for humanity, saying that no one can be left behind, everyone's going to have to participate in this system. It was very clear 10 years ago what they were doing. The problem is, Alison, as you pointed out, people have not been paying attention. They hear a little piece about digital ID over here. They hear a piece about central bank digital currencies over there. They don't realize that all of this is part of one unified, to borrow one of their words, superstructure that they're trying to impose on every person on this planet so we need to be paying attention we need to be actively resisting this if we hope to preserve freedom privacy etc for future generations and we need to be doing it like yesterday
3: <laughs> we most certainly do you know i also can't help but think of how the who also wants to establish the vaccine passport as we know and uh, according to the world economic forum the framework for such would be this digital id and according to newly agreed uh two amendments to the 2005 International Health Regulations Treaty, a vaccine passport would be established. Now, obviously, numerous global level governmental organizations are all on the same sheet of music here, helping to establish the seemingly universal key necessary for everything they have planned. And, and that, of course, is the digital ID. But, Alex, Uh, To touch on what you just mentioned, how are more people not seeing and understanding what's happening here And, and how can anyone not see the parallels also to what's mentioned in Revelation chapter 13?
4: Yeah, Revelation chapter 13 is something everybody needs to go reread right now. All right, when this was written 2,000 years ago, the idea that some global system would be able to stop every person on the planet from buying or selling if they wouldn't take some mark, if they wouldn't participate in some system, must have sounded absolutely crazy, Allison. I mean, you know, there was no global government at the time. There were people scattered all across the face of the earth, people living in the jungles that nobody had ever seen before. Uh, the idea of a global system stopping everybody would have just been simply inconceivable. And yet today we're actually watching the architecture of this abomination being rolled out before our eyes.
1: (laughs) Wow, I mean, that's One American News talking right there. They're mentioning Revelation 13. They're recognizing this. I love that he calls it an abomination because that's what we're looking for, the abomination of desolation. Mm. He calls this system an abomination. our guest yesterday called it the beast system. It's the same thing he was talking about in both those articles. We didn't get to hit his second article, uh, but that, Uh, This whole issue that they're trying to do, it all goes back to Agenda 2030, which is the UN, which, folks, is the world government. I mean, that's the world government. And what they're talking about is a beast system, the mark of the beast with these global IDs. They're talking about doing this now. He said they've been talking about it for 10 years, but nobody really paid a lot of attention to it. We always did. I mean, uh, I remember when Pastor Baxter you know was telling us don't get the global ID you know let's push against this let's push against this well then we pushed as far as we could and then it got passed through anyway so now everybody has the little global ID with the chip in it Uh, the the, real ID the real ID Mm -hmm. yes the real ID act and so that's where we're going now they want to do a global ID now and they want to not only do the global ID events, but they want to put your vaccine information on there remember when um but you'll be able to
0: get on the plane real easy.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll be convenient. But re- remember when our when our health uh, information was supposed to be protected? Well, now it's just gonna go in a system and everybody's gonna be able to pull it up when they pull your number up and look at it. And they'll be able to see, hey, you got your vaccine, so yeah, you can get on the plane. Interesting. Huh?
0: This world government system is developing quicker and quicker every single day, it, it seems. It really is. All right, I think um, that's point four, sign four. Go over it real quickly after the break, but we're going to get your calls as well. Eight seven seven N times the number to be on the show. We'll be right back.
2: A voice spoke to me and said, "I've got something I want to show you." I was so sure God had talked to me,
1: and I was stunned
0: The Combined Beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist.
2: Understanding the end time.
0: Now streaming on Intime Plus and available to order at
2: intime.com slash UET. Go to endtime.com slash UET or call 800-END-TIME. They better understand what is taking place You're in your
1: End time is not going anywhere.
0: Welcome back to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have some open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're talking about four End Times signs that are happening right now, or at least that we're looking for right now. Doug, the first one is World War III. Mm -hmm. The second one we covered today is the the Middle East Peace Agreement. The third one is the red heifers Mm -hmm. that are needed for the Temple Mount, purification to the Jewish religion. And number four is four and four and a half, as you said, (laughs) world government
1: and the mark of the beast because they go hand in hand. Yeah, and I mean, these are, like you said, it's only four that we're talking about today. I mean, obviously we could talk about a whole lot more, but these four are in the news almost every day right now. It's interesting, Um, you know, with all the things that are happening in the world, uh, when you can be having war raging the way it's raging right now and then be talking about Mm -hmm. peace at the same time, and have those two, it's just like we've always talked about, you know, it's gonna go hand in hand with the war, that war's gonna happen and probably the peace agreement is gonna be pushed on the people of Israel and Palestine. So to see these things happening, and, and now to see that red heifer, which, I mean, this is the, the only the 10th red heifer in history, and the Jewish people believe from their writings that that 10th one would bring in their Messiah. Mm. So that's why it's even a bigger deal to the Jewish people. Of course, we know Jesus is the Messiah, and uh, we know that you know there's going to be a false messiah that's going to come on. But yes, it's just interesting. All these things are very uh, interesting and happening, developing every day. So. Of course, we could have highlighted world religion. We could have highlighted Holy Roman Empire Reborn,
0: mm-hmm. and, and, and there's a number and of And those are that,
1: very important, and they're happening, too. They so, sure are. And, yeah. and
0: I mentioned earlier that we post news articles on endtime.com. We also send a weekly email uh, newsletter that goes out highlighting the top stories in those categories. So if you're not already getting our emails, you need to be doing that today. Intime.com, right on the homepage, if you scroll down to the bottom, there's a form to complete. You can put your email address in there. We email every single Friday morning, the top stories in those categories. Uh, so be sure that you're not missing out on those. Go to endtime.com, fill out the form, and get your email on the list to receive that email newsletter. All right, we're going to get to the phones now. Uh, We're going to start in California. Joseph is watching there. Joseph, welcome to The End Time Show. Yes, hi. Hi, Joseph.
2: Hi, I have a question. Um, So, um, I I love listening to you guys. Uh, You guys have a lot of great information. Uh, I listen to um, a lot of different Bible teachings as far as um, pre and post-tribulation teachings. And I'm not... Um, pre- or post-tribulation confirmed yet, as yet is my my beliefs. So I'm just wondering, so I'm still kind of doing my research and trying to figure out, you know, how I should believe. Um, so just wondering, um, does it matter or should I be looking for, like, the rapture or World War Three at this point?
1: Well, we believe that right now World War Three is probably the next thing that's going to happen. We don't believe the rapture is going to happen, and the reason why is because there are, a lot of different scriptures. One of them I mentioned earlier today, 2 Thessalonians chapter two, verse one and two, tells us that that coming of Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, which is the rapture, what we call the rapture, that that won't happen until there's a falling away first and the man of sin be revealed. So that's one through four really in 2 Thessalonians chapter two. That's one place that tells you that that antichrist will come on the scene before we even look for Christ to come back in the rapture to happen but the number one that we look at all the time is matthew 24 and it's verse 29 through 31 and it says immediately after the tribulation of those days jesus is talking there he says that uh you'll see the son of man coming in the clouds with power and great glory and he'll gather uh, he'll send his angels to gather his elect and so that lets us know right there that's jesus talking he says that that's going to happen after the tribulation we're not close to the tribulation yet.
2: Yeah, that's, um, that, that's some great information there. And, what, and why do you think that um, the majority of Bible scholars are pre-tribulation um, teachers? Well,
1: there's a, there's a bunch of different reasons probably. There, the main one is there was a, a book that was written by uh, Clarence Larkin, it was called Dispensational Truth and he laid out a pre-tribulation rapture theory and that's been taught in our seminaries ever since he wrote that book. That's been the main thing that they've talked about when talking about prophecy and especially the view of the rapture. And so a lot of pastors have just learned this through their seminary schools and things like that. Uh, but it's also, you know, I mean, just human nature, we don't want to think that we're gonna have to go through a hard time or tribulation like that. We, it's easier to believe this belief that we're gonna be raptured out. And so sure. they, they get that from a scripture that says that we're not appointed to the wrath of God. And that's true, we're not. Because we see that the rapture happens before the full wrath of God is poured out. When you look in Revelation 16, 15, it says, behold, I come as a thief and blessed are they who keep their clothes and do not go shamefully exposed. And so it lets us know that there, right there is that that warning that the rapture's coming right there and then in that seventh vial it's when the full wrath of God's poured out. We're also told in Revelation 12:14 or it's 12:12 12, 12 actually that says woe to uh, the earth and the inhabitants there for Satan has come down to you having great wrath knowing that he has a short time. And then in Revelation 12:14 it tells us that his short time is a time times and a half a time, that's three and a half years, and that's the time of the great tribulation, according to Daniel, and also according to John in Revelation 13.
0: Joseph, as you know, this is a very complex conversation and we could spend hours on it, and we have actually on End Time Plus, so what I'd like to do is gift you with six months free of End Time Plus, you can go there search rapture. Uh, We have dozens of videos on it, specifically when will the rapture happen? Irvin explains uh, our perspective on the rapture in great detail there. So stay on hold. We're going to get your email address from you and set you up with six months free of End Time Plus so you can get in there and uh, consume everything that we have on the rapture. So God bless you. Thank you for your call and enjoy End Time Plus on us. Stay on hold. All right, we're going to go to Georgia now. Wendy's calling from there. Wendy, welcome to the End Time Show.
2: Thank you. I have two questions. First one, why uh, are they wanting red heifers to sacrifice?
1: Well, the main reason is because uh, in Leviticus it talks about that's what they need for a purification process for not only the priests that will go up and do the sacrifices for the people, but to even go up on that temple mount in an area where they get ready to build the temple based on the Old Testament word they're talking about, the temple complex. They have to purify themselves and then purify the people as well. Uh, so one of the things they have to do is they have to sacrifice that heifer, and then they have to take the ashes and mix it with water and do a cleansing ceremony for the priest before the priest can go up there and begin priestly duties, and that's the main reason.
2: Okay, and my second question is do you think the I want to say that attacked Israel Masa, Masa
0: Hamas? Is that
2: Do you think that the same terrorist group that attacked us here in America on 9-11?
0: So it's the 9-11 attack and the attack on Israel. Were they both from Hamas?
1: They were not both from Hamas. They were from different uh, Muslim groups. And uh, it was really... They believed that Osama bin Laden and the Taliban were the ones that really uh, coordinated the attack on us. Now they claim that the, uh, the terrorists that were on the planes were from Saudi Arabia uh, and from that area, but uh, it was uh, a Muslim group that we call the Taliban and that's why we went to war with them uh, during the Bush administration and they went after Osama bin Laden. So it's two different terror groups. This one is more funded by uh, Iran and it's more geared toward Israel and America. All right, Wendy, thank you so
0: much for your call. God bless you. We're going to go to Florida now. Karen is watching there. Karen, welcome to The End Time Show.
2: Thank you. Hello. I have a question about the peace treaty. Why do so many think it's between Israel and Palestine? The verse reads, the covenant with
1: many. And also, Palestine has never historically been
2: a state, basically. There has never been a Palestinian state.
1: Right. And so the, the reason why is because we know that those two are the peoples that have fought over this territory since Israel became a nation again. Okay, and so that's one of the places that we we can understand that. When it says that the peace treaty will be among many, when it says he confirms a covenant with many, we're looking at that many through what we see with the Abrahamic Accords. When we see the Abraham Accords and we see the people that have signed on, it's going to be a situation like that, like very much like what we're looking at right now. And if you remember, uh, Saudi Arabia held a UN uh, assembly and they did not invite Israel and Palestine, the two factions that fight over this or the two people that fight over that property there. uh, They didn't even invite them to this. They invited what they called stakeholders, people who had stakeholders. That means people who had signed on to the Abraham Accords and others that were interested in doing so as if they had stake in Israel. So that explains why there's many people involved there. And it's gonna include the UN as well as the European Union. We're watching that take place now when they're saying that we're gonna force this uh, peace uh, agreement on the Palestinians and Israel. The other reason is because we see that there's gonna be a sharing of the state. There's gonna be a two state solution. And we've always understood that because of Matthew 24, 15 through 21 when it says when we see that abomination of desolation take place, to let those who be in Judea flee. And so we know Judea is going to be given as a state to the Palestinian people, and that's exactly what they've been talking about since the Oslo Peace Accords. And so that's that's how we come to understand those in Scripture.
2: Okay. All right.
4: Thank you. That was interesting.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for your Thank call, you. Karen. God bless you.
0: Doug, we are out of time, we have more callers, but unfortunately we just can't get to them today. Um, how would you like to wrap up the show? You've got about 30 seconds to, to say whatever's on your heart, Doug.
1: Well, I just, I want to reiterate the fact that we, we don't have to be afraid of these things that we see taking place. The Lord told us that he tells us these things before they take place so that it builds our faith. And that's one reason why we come on here and we are excited about things we see uh, shaping up in prophecy because we know we're getting there to the time when Jesus Christ is gonna come back. And so we always urge folks, Vince, you know, to make sure that their names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Make sure that you're biblically born again. And so it's very important that they understand that. And uh, you know the link, so I'll let you tell the link to that. (laughs) InTime.com slash reborn. (laughs) Another
0: link you need to know is InTime.com slash deals. Right now you can get Jerusalem Prophecy College course enrollment for just $25. InTime Plus is 50% off. And you can secure your spot with a VIP group video call with Dave Robbins when you get Understanding the End Time, either the book or the DVD. So go to endtime.com slash deals. Make sure you take advantage of all the awesome deals that are available right now. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.